people often ask me, you know, oh, well, what's really going on behind the scenes, Reese? Because on the front end, you know, things look real good. And you know what? I got a mommy schedule that keeps me in order. I believe in harmony. I don't believe in balance, which means harmony means that in certain seasons of my life, I'm able to say yes to things more often and no to other things. And then in other seasons, it may shift. You see me saying yes, but what you don't realize is that I've created systems behind the scenes that support what I have going on, right? I've created schedules so that I am able to say yes to doing a podcast interview and not feel like I'm sacrificing time with my little one, right? Because I've designed my life in such a way in this season where I know where my yes can be and then I know where my no can be. Will it change next season? It might. Hey friends, welcome to the More Than A Mother podcast. I am your host, Lawan Moses, and I am a mom on a mission to help you master your mindset and own your time so you can make space in your busy life for your dreams and goals. Join me each week for tangible tips, tools, and strategies that you can use to show up as your personal best in motherhood, business, and life, as well as inspiring interviews from moms just like you who are sharing their stories of triumph in order to uplift, encourage, and empower you on your journey. At More Than A Mother, we believe you can pursue your dreams and be a great mom at the same time. We are helping you truly step into your own and find the freedom to do more of the things you love and enjoy without feeling guilty or overwhelmed. Joining me today in the guest chair is Reese Dennis. Reese is a wife, mom, and founder of Own Your Slay University, and she has positioned herself as a force in the mommy empowerment movement. Reese believes that moms can have it all and has made it her personal and purposeful mission to empower millennial mamas to show up and slay, redefining mom life on their own terms in order to create a life that excites them. Systems, schedules, and strategies are essential. In addition to Own Your Slay University, Reese is the creator of the More Mom Squad community and hosts the weekly IG series, Millennial Mom Chat, where she shares her experience as a whole mom. Today, Reese and I sat down to talk about her transition from the corporate world into the mom empowerment space. We talk about how the surrender to God is so important, how schedule systems and routines are everything, And we really talked about creating a life harmony over creating balance. We talked about how moms can have their own definition of all, how you can own your sleigh so that you can show up confidently in all areas of life. When asked what it means to be more than a mother, Reese said, to me, it means giving myself permission to explore and create a life that excites me, knowing that being a mom is part of me, but not all of me. Let's dive in. To my interview with Reese Dennis. Hey, Reese, welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. How are you today? Girl, I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Like I'm hyped. <laughs> me too. I am so excited to have you here with me today, and just excited to see where this conversation between moms is going to go. But before we get into all of that, if you could just take a moment. And tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. 
Yes. So I am, you know, my name is Reese and I feel like in this space that I'm in, I'm going by I'm Reese. That's who I am. And what I do, I actually help moms to redefine mom life on their terms and really get into the space where they can create and live a life that excites them. Just change the narrative around motherhood, especially black motherhood, and just really making it what we want it to be. I'm a wife. I've been married for six years. My daughter is 22 months old and she keeps me on my toes like nobody's business. Mm, 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 mm. And so that's a little bit about who I am, what I do, who I serve. I, I love it. I really do enjoy the space that I'm in as a mom. That's fabulous. So when I came across you online, just seeing your whole message about changing the narrative, redefining motherhood, your whole work-life harmony, I'm like, oh, that is the language that I speak. We definitely need to connect and do this. So I am yes. glad that we have crossed paths. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm over here. They can't see me, but I'm snapping, you know, because that's yes, really it right there. <laughs> it is all about changing that narrative. However, we recognize that before we get to this point where we can change the narrative, redefine motherhood, all these great things that are happening right now in this place that we are in now, we all have a backstory, a moment, those type of things that kind of lead us there. So if you could briefly walk us through what was that transformational or aha moment in your life that kind of led you to the path that you're on today? Yes. So for me, you know, um, just a, a backstory, right? Because that's where we are. So I actually was in corporate for ten, over 10 years, nearly 10 years. I was in a luxury retail position. And I remember when I got married, I said, you know what? I want to have time for my family. And so I left that space and I became an entrepreneur. You know, a lot of people leave corporate. They start their own you know, businesses. And at the time, I was a stylist and I had really great success as a stylist. Things were going really well. And then here we go. I'm pregnant. Right. And so in the middle of building my business as a stylist, in the middle of thriving in that space, I got pregnant, had a great pregnancy, had my daughter. And I was like, OK, you know what? I'm going to give myself a little space to kind of adjust to being a mom. But I'm going to get right back into the things, the things the way that things were, right? I saw a lot of moms online doing it. I saw a lot of moms killing it and crushing it. I'm like, okay, I can do these things, right? I, I was didn't want to schedule. I didn't really care about scheduling. I said, I'm just going to make it work the way that I know how, right? I made it. I just went with the flow and flowed right into a mess, like spiraled into a mess because I was trying to keep up with everybody else right? I was trying to follow all the narratives of what I should be doing as a mom. Now that I'm a mom and a business owner, I was trying to find quote unquote balance, right? Which we know does not exist. And I'll never forget. Okay. I was literally rocking my daughter to sleep. And thank God my husband was here because I was rocking her to sleep almost for like two hours unsuccessfully. And I could just feel every bit of my body, like almost like I don't even know if you can tell, like it from the pit of my stomach all the way up into like, it was a sense of heat and just, I broke all the way down. I said, take this baby, gave the baby to my husband. I thought I was going to go in the bathroom and just wash my face off. I went into the bathroom, fell on my knees in the bathroom floor and said, God, if you don't help me, I'm not going to make it. If you don't help me, I am not going to make it. I refuse to believe that you call me to be a mom. And call me to live in this space of struggle and feel overwhelmed and let that be my def who what defines me in this space as a mom. I said, God, something's got to change. And so just work on me. Right. And so that was like my, my moment of surrender where I literally said, God, I'm letting it all go. And I really want you to step in and show me what this thing can look like, how your promises apply to me as a whole mom. And from that space, I started developing myself, working on schedules. I was like, Loan, listen, I was like, I'm not, I can't, I don't want no schedule. I don't want no nothing to do with no schedule. 
But I started working the schedule. Schedule came together. I'm like, okay, this is something. All right. Then I started realizing, okay, if I can create a schedule to create flow and harmony in my in my day with my child, I can make sure that I do the same for my life as a mom and even beyond being a mom, right? Because like you said, we're more than a mother, right? And so I started to work out this process of redefining what I wanted mom life to look for me, how I would show up for myself, how I would become the woman that can literally have it all in this season and navigate those seasons, even with the challenges, because we know they don't stop, okay? But I can still remain in a place of victory through it all. If you are enjoying this show, feeling inspired and motivated, learning something new, or just want to show some love, please do me a favor and help me spread the word. Screenshot this episode and share your favorite takeaways in your Instagram stories. I am truly growing my Instagram and I want you there on the journey with me as we continue to grow and build. Don't forget to tag me at Lawan Moses so that I can share your share. Each time you share this show, it helps me to reach more and more moms just like you. Don't keep this greatness to yourself. Tell a mama you know about the More Than a Mother podcast today. Remember, motherhood is a universal experience and we are all in this together. From that moment, it's kind of merged me into this space. Now I'm actually bringing moms alongside with me as I'm going through the process, as I've worked this process that I know will transform lives. Now moms are going along with me. But that moment, girl, it was like almost where I was like, there's no way. How am I going to make it past this? Like, like literally broke down crying, like almost like to the point where I felt like somebody may have, you would have thought somebody died. That's how bad I was crying. Cause I felt like there ain't no way I'm going to make it. Right. right. But it's been, it's been amazing. Cause I feel like a big part of my success as a mom has been really surrendering to God and just allowing all the blessings and promises that he has bestowed upon me to flow into who I am as a mom and even more so who I am as just Reese, you know? So yeah, that was, girl, that was a big part of it. And I'm still in the process now of redefining what I want it to look like from how I want it to look like in my bedroom with my man to, you know, how I interact with my child in the playroom to how I show up online, like literally creating a life that excites me for me, for me, that excites me the way that I want it to go. So yeah, girl, that's, that's where I am now. And that's how I've gotten to this point. That is such a great journey. And I want to back up to where you talked about that moment with that bathroom floor. It's amazing how many of us have those moments of surrender. And I can relate to you. Mine wasn't a bathroom. Mine was a bedroom. But you just get to that point of overwhelm. And it's just like, God, okay, I can't do this anymore. And I think Mm. a lot of us, especially people of faith, we walk around with faith. We have faith. But yet we still have our hands on everything. Mm. So then we find ourselves in those periods of overwhelm, the period of stress, and just feeling like pulling our hair out because we are just trying to do it all instead of stepping back and letting God have it all. And I feel that's such a powerful transformational moment in life when you get to that point where it's like you have no choice but to fall to your knees, fall to the floor, surrender and give it all to God. But Mm -hmm. a lot of us, we don't want to take our hands off of stuff because we want to be in control of everything. Listen, I'm a recovering controlaholic. And it's so funny because the moms that I work with now, I'm like, if you just pause and give yourself the space to let things go, 
there are things that we hold on to that we're not even supposed to hold on to. We're saying yes to everything and everybody but ourselves and our family some, in some instances, right? But when you right. stop and pause and redefine, you, you rewrite that narrative for yourself, you realize, wait, I don't actually have to do that. Oh, it's actually, I love saying no. Oh, okay, this works for me, you know? And so, like you said, it's really that faith piece. Like the how is in my job, the how is God's job, but the faith is trusting him to know that when I'm able to say no to things, that he's going to fill up the other parts of my life that I might think I'm letting go of the things that I'm letting, you know, him take control of. And so, yeah, girl, it is definitely, it's a journey and we have to, we have to let some things go. We can't, we can't do it all, but we can have it all. That makes sense. <laughs> that is, and I believe that as well, man, we definitely can have it all. And everyone's definition of all is different. So when people mm -hmm. say you can have it all, I think we need to realize that everyone's definition of all is going to be different. And I like how you pointed out that power in saying no, because a lot of us moms, women in general, we want to say yes to everybody. And we have a problem, like you said, with saying no. And it's, yes, I can do this. Yes, I'm going to be over here in this ministry. Yes, I'm going to have my kid in this activity. Yes, we're going to go do this. Yes, we're going to go do that. And we're all like, I don't know how to tell people no. I hate saying no, such and such. And we want to give excuses. And I like to reframe it to people that, okay, you're saying yes to everybody else and you hate telling everybody else no. But think about it. If you're saying yes to everybody else, then you're constantly telling yourself, no, you're telling yourself, no, my dreams don't matter. No, my goals don't matter. No, my rest doesn't matter. So instead of we're going to constantly tell ourselves, no, why are we upset and bothered when we have to tell somebody else? No, I can't do that. It doesn't it, make it make sense. You're like, make it make sense. And that's why I said a lot of moms, we literally will go with the flow. And that's how, where I was. That's why I know it so well. Go with the flow with what everyone else says we should do and how, oh, like, wait till your kids are older. Then you can have time for yourself. Wait, wait. Like, no, no. Right now you can create that life that excites you. Right now you can start to train yourself that it's okay. Give yourself permission because we don't even give ourselves permission half the time to even just take a break. I was talking to a mom and she was like, she constantly kept saying, I'm dropping the ball. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm dropping the ball. I said, did you ever consider that maybe you weren't meant to carry that ball in this season? Did you ever even... Hmm. I never thought about that. We don't even give ourselves the time and space to just sit still, even if it's for five minutes and say, Do, does this really fit in with what I want? Does this serve me? Like you can actually have those conversations with yourself. Give yourself permission to even sit still and have that conversation with yourself to decide for yourself if that's what you want to do, you know? Exactly. Booking guests on your podcast just got easier. Are you ready to book guests on your podcast, but you don't know where to start? Do you already do guest interviews, but you find your booking and communication processes are taking up too much of your time? Do you find yourself feeling frustrated or overwhelmed trying to keep up with the emails, communications, and all other details in your business? Now's the time to take the frustrations out of your guest booking process with my podcast, Guest Booking Made Easy eBook. This ebook is the solution you need to reduce overwhelm and streamline your guest booking process. This is the exact formula I use to book guests on my show, and now I am sharing all of my tips, tricks, and best of all, templates with you. Inside this ebook, you will find my detailed guest booking process, step-by-step -step guest booking checklist, my customizable email templates, that's right, you get the exact swipe files that I use, which include the initial outreach email, potential questions, and even the reminder emails you can send. And also you get customizable lead capture forms, intake, and feedback forms. 
Plus, as a special offer, you will get my bonus podcasting success tips and tools to help you get started. When you follow my guest booking process and set up your communications in advance, you will save time, energy, and take the stress out of booking and communicating with your podcast guests. Hit the link in the show notes and get your podcast guest booking made easy ebook today. This special introductory offer is available for a limited time only, so don't delay. Head over to my website and make sure that you grab your ebook and start changing your guest booking process right now. That comes back to knowing who you are and whose you are. And that's all that you like to say that too, because you have to know who you are because you can't really have that conversation. You have to get to that point where you can have that conversation and say, okay, is this what I want? But if you don't know who you are or whose you are, how are you going to have that conversation with yourself to say, okay, is this really what I want to be doing? And then that's why I feel it's so easy to fall into that routine where you're going along with everything, going with the flow, doing what everyone else says you should do because you haven't taken the time in the midst of all your busy life and things you have going on to sit still, sit with yourself, connect with yourself, connect with God and get to who you are at the core, who you are. And that way you can know what you want to do and all of those things. Oh yeah. And that's really where I am now because I honestly, just full transparency, I was somebody who was really, really caught up in appearances, right? Like, okay, I know who I am, but I also want everybody else to know who I am. I need to make sure that I'm celebrated because, you know, my childhood, I didn't have a lot of haters. I had a lot of people who were celebrating me and saying, you'll be good at this race. You should do this race. Oh my gosh, you'd be so great. And so literally I'm doing everything for everyone else and wanting that, that celebration, feeding into that pressure. And I had to take a step back, like you said, and say, wait a minute, am I doing this for everybody else for their approval? Or am I doing this for Christ? Am I serving moms in my purpose because I want everybody else to celebrate me? I want the numbers. I want the growth. Or am I doing this with the right heart and the right intention? Because truly, right? Talk about the word of God. Do all as unto the Lord. So when I show up for myself, when I show up for my family, when I show up for the moms that are called and uniquely assigned to me, my purpose is to show up in a way that honors God. And if I do that, they will get what they need every single time. But I had to take my attention and my focus off of the numbers and off of the performative aspect of it, right? What I call, you know, superficial relevance. That's what I felt like I was chasing at one point. And now God is taking me to a space of spiritual significance. Like, no, this is bigger, right? Because when you think about it, what you're doing as well, when you're talking to a mom, we're not just talking to that mom. We're not even just talking to that mom with her children. We're talking to generations because what we do and how we show up for those moms is going to carry over from generation to generation. She's going to break generational curses when you show up and then she gets the power to show up and she gets the power to redefine what mom like looks like for her. And then her kids do the same thing. And so we are literally generational impactors. And so when you think about it like that, it's like, okay, the focus can't be on me. The focus can't even be on the people I'm called to serve. The focus needs to be on the one who called me because that power, when you step into his power, baby, when you know who you are, who's you are, like unstoppable. We are unstoppable as mothers, even with the challenges, right? Because like another verse that I always talk about, and girl, you just stop me if I'm running my mouth because I can talk. I love talking about this stuff, okay? <laughs> but you are fine. You know, the moms, a lot of moms, I'll hear them talk about like, you know, well, you know, many are the afflictions and so motherhood has many challenges, trials and tribulations. I'm like, you forgot the other part of that verse. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. What does that mean? That means that we are victorious in the midst of the challenges, right? In the midst of the things that we face as mothers. We don't have to sit there. Will we experience it? Of course. Will we cry? Absolutely. Will you be disappointed and feel like you made mistakes? 
We are not perfect. However, in those moments, when you know who you are, who you are, and you know that his grace is sufficient for you, he's going to deliver you out of every single one. And that testimony and that deliverance that you receive, you'll be able to use it for another mom to help her come out of what she's going through. So it's literally, like I said, generational. We we in a generational thing right here. Yes. You know, change so makers. We are changing, okay. changing generations, breaking curses, all of that stuff. And just the fact where you point out where people go to the scripture and they reference the scripture. And it's amazing how people will focus on that first part but they don't finish the rest of the sentence so it's right. easy to use that as an excuse and it's like if you want to find an excuse you're going to find an excuse and like you said you're forgetting the rest of the scripture so you can focus on that first part or you can keep on reading and see that the victory is coming at the end My of bad. that and i think that is just that point where people are often it shows like the short-sighted vision of people where people can't see beyond what is in front of them Mm-hmm. And I think we get so caught up in, like you said, the appearances, the celebration, the validation, looking at what this person's doing, looking at what that person's doing, and we lose sight of what the true vision is. Yes, And that right there, that's where the power is in knowing that true vision, knowing what God has given you for your life so that you can start to move forward and slay your dreams and goals and do all of those things. Mm-mm-mm. Yes, girl. It's, it's, it's. It's amazing when you got your vision, right? Like you just said, when you know the vision and it just helps you, it just strengthens your no game because when things don't align with that vision for your life, for your family, right? How you want to serve, how you want to show up, your no game is impacted, your no game is strengthened. And then it's like, it's almost like you're able to experience more without doing, like you're able to do more without doing the most, if that makes sense. Like there's more meaning with what you do and how you show up and what you do say yes to. And just think about the life that's on the other side of that no. The life that's free from that guilt, that mom guilt, or free from the overwhelm and free from the stress. And, you know, there's so many things when you feel like you have to juggle and carry all the things. It's like, no, it's like, you don't need to do all of that. You you don't have to do all that. When you know who you are, who you are, when you got the vision for your life and you know how to work that thing and you let God take care of the how, man, unstoppable. You really are unstoppable. Truly unstoppable. And as you said, that no game is just the point where people were saying, okay, they were saying yes to everything. Now we're going to start saying no. And it's like, you're really reframing the things that you say yes to and the things you say no to. So people can look at us and say, okay, your moms, you're running these businesses, doing all these things. You're still doing a whole lot of stuff. I see you saying yes to a whole lot of stuff, but you over here telling me I need to start saying no to things. But I think the way to show it and put it is that we have changed what we say yes to and what we say no to. So as many times as I'm saying yes to something, yes, I'm going to do something in the background, the things you don't see are how many things I've said no to. And that's really that self-empowerment piece. When you have those boundaries, when you set those limits and you really start to stick to them and honor them. So then you're Mm -hmm. honoring yourself, you're honoring God, and you are making this life what you want it to be and not what somebody else feels it should be because people are going to take from you as long as you allow them to take. But it's up to you to reclaim that power Mm -hmm. and get to who you are, whose you are, start saying no, have all of that in place. So as you said, we are unstoppable when we recognize the power that we have inside of us. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us like to be on that part where we don't feel powerful because we try to be powerful in areas we don't need to be powerful in. Mm-hmm. We need to focus on the things that we have power and control over instead of focusing on things that really is none of our business. 
None of them. None of our business at all. And, you know, taking it to the, like you said, behind the scenes, because people will often ask me, you know, oh, well, what's really going on behind the scenes, Reese? Because on the front end, you know, things look real good. And you know what? I got a mommy schedule that keeps me in order. I believe in harmony. I don't believe in balance, which means harmony means that in certain seasons of my life, I'm able to say yes to things more often and no to other things. And then in other seasons, it may shift. I feel like when I think about harmony, I think about a choir. And you know, when oftentimes you think about a choir, you got the altos, you got the sopranos, you got the tenors. I don't know all the other ones, but I know the main ones, okay? Yeah. And each one of those parts of that song, right, they represent an area of your life. And there are certain parts of the song where the sopranos and the tenors, they ain't singing at all. And all you hear, okay, all you hear the altos. Then there are certain parts of the song where they all singing together, but one group is a little bit louder. One group is a little bit, okay, lower, they, but they all work together and sync and in harmony. And that's really what it is behind the scenes, right? You see me saying, yes, but what you don't realize is that I've created systems behind the scenes that support what I have going on, right? I've created schedules so that I am able to say yes to doing a podcast interview and not feel like I'm sacrificing time with my little one, right? Because I've designed my life in such a way in this season where I know where my yes can be and then I know where my no can be. Will it change next season? It might. I might have to say no to more podcast interviews and I might need to say, I need to spend undivided time with my daughter. But harmony is really about flow. There isn't one season and it's actually not even possible for everything in our life to get the exact same amount of attention at the exact same time. Like that's not even possible. You chasing that, you chasing something that don't even exist, right? And so for me, behind the scenes, behind the scenes, behind the yeses, there are systems, there are schedules, there are expectations that I have to re constantly check my expectations. Are they realistic? Are they my expectations? Or are these expectations from everybody else? Okay, all right, now I have to align my priorities. Are these my priorities? Or are these priorities that people told me I should have? And then once you set those expectations and priorities, like you said, girl, it's not just about setting the boundary. You got to honor the boundary. That means that sometimes I can't answer that phone call. As much as I want to kiki, my daughter needs me right now. So I have to say no to the phone call and I need to say yes to my daughter. There are other seasons where I can say, yes, I can work all day on today and my daughter can spend time with her self-play because I've created my life in such a way where I am honoring the things that, that support the life that I want. And so just the practical behind it is not just, we're not just talking no frou-frou. You know, we're not just talking out of our mouth. We are literally working systems and schedules behind the scenes that really help us make it possible for ourselves. Yes. And I love that example you use because I'm the same way with Harmony. And that is the same example that I use when I'm talking to people about Harmony with the choir and the orchestra. And that's how I break it down. Because like you, you said balance. Nobody's going to have that balance. Nothing's going to be 50-50, whatever you want it to be. But that Harmony that equating it to the choir, to the orchestra, whatever it is, and you find you get that beautiful sound, that beautiful melody, because everything is flowing. And I tell people, your focus when you're Achieving that harmony and going for harmony, you're really releasing yourself from having that guilt, from having that overwhelm because you're recognizing that, okay, today my kids need more of my attention. So I'm mm -hmm. going to have to adjust ebb and flow, however it's going to be, because I need to pay more attention over here. Now, tomorrow, next week, my business may need more of my attention. So we're going to have to make some adjustments, but it's being able to adjust and having that freedom so that when that mom guilt or whatever tries to creep up, those thoughts that come into your mind, try to creep up, they come in and tell you, 
oh, you should be doing this. Oh, you should be doing that. You're able to check yourself and say, no, I am giving adequate attention to the things I need to give attention to. And I can remember the times I said yes to singing that song for the 50th time or playing that game for the hundredth time. So I'm okay with saying no to it right now because I need to go and do something on my business. And I think that's really how to start to reframe that thought process. And it'll help people take that pressure off themselves to realize about the harmony and realizing that focusing on what you're saying yes to and reframing that thinking so that your negative thoughts aren't coming up, that guilt isn't coming up to make you feel bad because you can check all that when you know that you have things going in that flow and harmony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Want to connect with me before the next episode drops? Join me over on Instagram and Facebook at Lawan Moses. As part of my community, and as you scroll my feed, you will find inspiration, mom life and tips, my family, some fun things, and lots of love. I am so excited and can't wait to build my community with all of you. Head over to Instagram and Facebook now and find me at Lawan Moses, and be sure to hit that follow button. I can't wait to connect with you. And I know that you are all about owning your sleigh, showing up in confidence and all that great stuff. So we are going to transition to talk about how you are helping moms to walk in that confidence and own their sleigh. So if you could tell me more about that. Yes, own your sleigh. It's so funny. I have been using own your sleigh for years. As a st- I started as a stylist and, you know, it really was, you know, pretty superficial in a sense, like own your sleigh because I was doing the hair and where you, how you dress, like you own it, own the way you look, own how your edges are, <laughs> own your length and your color, own your skin, own your outfit, all that good stuff, right? And then what I realized as I have been serving moms, even under Own Your Slay University, Own Your Slay is really about a decision. It really has less to do with how we wear, although that's a part of it and how we look, and more to do with making the decision to show up for yourself, become the woman that you know you were called to be, and then unapologetically creating and living a life that excites you and owning that owning the decisions that you make within that mindset, right? Owning the, the your yeses and your noes, owning the decisions you make to create that life that excites you, that serves you unapologetically, right? And so that confidence comes from, you know, when you're confident in your decisions, when you're confident in owning what you're doing, it doesn't matter who agrees with you, who doesn't agree with you because you're resolved within yourself and you're confident with the decisions you're making to own your slay, to own how you show up for yourself, to own how you are becoming the woman you want to be. There isn't, and I just... I was sharing this earlier. One size does not fit all. <laughs> and I think that's what I love about Own Your Slay because every mom and every mom's life and every mom's journey is going to be different. So the way that I own it is going to look different from how you own it. It's going to look, but guess what? The, the essence of it is you are owning it. You are owning your decisions. You are owning the life that you're creating for yourself. You're owning your mom journey with the challenges, the mistakes, and the triumphs. You're owning every part of that and making it your own. And so it really is exciting because a lot of the moms now, they're they're like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. Oh, I love that. And you know, it's always exciting when someone can say your words right back to you without the provocation. You don't ask them, but they're talking to you and they're just using your words. They're like, I'm owning my slay. I made the decision to take a nap today and I'm owning my decision. I said, girl, you better go ahead and do it. You know, and so in those moments and 
yes, like I said, a part of it is how we show up, right? When you show up for yourself, a part of that extension is the external, right? So, okay, I'm a mom. I'm going to make sure that I adore myself. I'm going to make sure I make my doctor's appointments. I'm going to make sure that, you know, I do my self-care and that I fill my cup so that I can serve others that are called to me, right? But a big part of it, the, the main part of it is the decision, to, for yourself, the decision to show up for yourself, the decision to, you know, become the woman you were meant to be beyond, right? Beyond just being a mom. Who are you, right? Who are you? Without the titles, without the, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a business owner, beyond all of that, who are you? Own that of your of yourself, own that part of your story. And so that's really how I'm serving moms in this capacity. And it's it's exciting because I'm I'm also evolving myself. You know, I feel like when you serve people, you're never really you haven't really evolved, you know, arrived fully, right? However, what I have mastered, what I have learned, it's exciting to be able to share that with others to allow them to experience the fullness, not just because I say you can create a life that excites you, but because God wants that for you. His promises apply to us as whole moms. Like you don't got to put that on hold. Tap in, sis. Tap in. So <laughs> Yes, tap in. And that is so powerful with making those decisions because so many people struggle with making a simple decision. As you use that example of the mom that owned her sleigh by taking a nap. It's just amazing the things that we kind of don't give value to or feel like we have to excuse away. Oh, I don't deserve to take a nap. Oh, I'm not putting lotion on my body after I get out of the shower. Those things like that, those little things like that, that make so much of a difference. We don't realize that that is part of our care. That is part of how we show up as the woman, as the mom, whatever our other roles are, gets back to that own nurturing yourself and that self-care. If you're tired, if you're exhausted, if you're skipping that nap, then how are you showing up in all areas of your life? Everybody needs the rest. There are, we can be super mom, super woman, whatever we want to be, but we all need that rest at that core. And there is no award out here for being that martyr, being that mom that's like, hey, I'm doing it. Hey, I'm doing that. Because at the end of the day, you just wind up burnt out, miserable. And then everybody around you, and I could probably speak to this, that in, when you're in that burnt out state, that miserable state, then you realize, okay, it's trickling down on my relationships, my kids, all of those type of things. So there is so much power in making that decision to really take ownership, take that power and show up for yourself. Yeah, it's it's funny that you even said your relationship because, you know, and you let me know if I can share this, but I feel like a big part of being a mom, a lot of moms will say, oh, yeah, I'm a mom. I don't got time for my man. I don't got time for my husband. You know, it's been, you know, three, four, five weeks since blah, blah. I'm like, sis, where? Why? Who? Where? You know, and I'm just like, that's a right? part of it too. If it's a priority for you setting out of those boundaries, right? And give yourself the permission to make the decision that, hey, this is something that I want to make a priority in my life and I want it to be popping. Like it was on my vision board. Like the intimacy with my husband was on my vision board. I said that I refuse to fit into that narrative that once you get married and or once you have children, oh girl, kiss it goodbye. I'm like, why? Wait, excuse me, not this one over here. If I'm the only one, <laughs> I said not right. over here. And so you, you know, redefining what it looks like for ourselves, redefining it and owning the decision that we make for our families and for ourselves, and just showing up in that way. Because who wants to be like? Who wants to be stuck in struggle? Who wants to be stuck, like you said, in that space of burnout? Why? If you had everything you needed to come out of that space, wouldn't you do it? But I realized that a lot of people find so much honor 
it's almost like a, an, an invisible badge of honor to be able to say, mom life is the struggle life. I'm struggling. Going into the clubhouse rooms or the other, you know, come, you know, into the mommy groups and just being able to say, yeah, girl, I get it. Me too. Okay. Yeah, me I'm too. Busy. But what we going to do? I'm too busy. And all right. I'm too busy. I can't do that. It's like change the narrative. Let's wow. change it. Right? I'm Why? like, what you going to do? What you going to do? You exactly. want to stay there? Let's get out of that. Like, let's, let's, let's come, let's come out of that. It happens. I get it. But let's start to work so that that's not our norm. That's not where we sit. That's not our badge of honor, you know? So, yeah. And I love, that's the one thing I'm loving now about us, I call it new mom, whatever you want to call it, new age moms that are out here just starting to make those changes because we can really flip that script, change that narrative because for some reason, once we become moms, we feel like, okay, that's the end all be all. Like you said, the intimacy, everything else just goes away. The things we like to do, the things we love to do, it's like, I'm a mom and that's it. And it's mm -hmm. like, no, that is just mm -hmm. one of your titles. That is a small portion of who you are. And most likely you are you are a person. I'm sure you had a name and you was on a whole lot of things before some child came along and called you mom. So mom. How come when right, before you so how come when you have that child, they start them children, they start calling you mom. It's like, okay, that's it. That's just gonna be my name and that's what it's gonna be. And I really started this podcast because my children are a little bit older, but I started this podcast because I had so many mom friends of mine who have kids older than mine. Their kids are graduating high school, kids going to college, they're getting their independence and they all sitting around like, okay, now what I'm supposed to do with my life? And I'm like, I refuse to be that person. Refuse. Look, refuse. I'm like, my kids were younger. I was doing so much with them, all into them. And I was like miserable. I'm like, I got to do something different. And it was in that time that I reckon, okay, I can make this work for me and make it work for them. But I refuse to be like those people that are like, okay, I don't have a life now that my kids are. Oh, no, I'm not. That's not going to be me. No. And that's why I like having these conversations to empower those moms that come across this podcast or whoever may be listening that you don't have to wait. There's never going to be a perfect time. You can make an excuse all you want as to why you can't, why you don't have enough time but you're going to make time for the things you want to make time for. You're going to find a way. And if you can find a way to get your kids in every single activity and be in four places at once, because you got four kids and four different things, then you can find a way for yourself and to tap in and make that space so that you can really start to feel that confidence, to feel that wholeness again as an individual. And because we all have that divine right to be individuals and live. Mm -hmm. A lot of what you just shared was a big reason why there has been a shift in some of the, I guess, some of the things I've been sharing more recently because of the older moms that I've been speaking to who their kids are 25, 35. They're like, okay, yeah. I'm like, all right, listen, I'm new. And I'm somebody who always, I love to glean. I love wisdom. I love to learn from other people. So I don't make the same mistakes. And so if I solicit advice, I'm like, okay, well, what would you have done differently? What's one thing that you would have changed or maybe something you could celebrate? And more often than not, Lawan, they're like, I wish I wouldn't have given up on my dreams. I wish I, I, wish I realized that I could have done it all while being a mom that I didn't have to say no to myself, that I could have cared more for my husband. You know, all these things start coming out as they look back over their life and as they look back over their mom journey. And I said, my God, what would it look like, right? If I were to start having conversations and I were to start sharing even my journey now, here and now, how I'm making the decision not to let that happen, to empower other moms who are like me. Because what I realize, I'm connected to a lot of moms who we rely on our moms to tell us. But sometimes we look at them like, I actually don't want to be the same 
same kind of mom that my mom was. She was amazing, phenomenal. But I know what I want to do for myself and I want to make the decision to do that. And so, like you said, you know, you don't want to wait until you're, you know, 40, 50, 60, you know, whatever. And then you're like, looking, you're stuck like, man, I don't got nothing. What, what do I do now? No, you have a whole life for yourself while you're raising your amazing baby as an amazing mom with an amazing husband. If you're married, you can literally function in all those areas and still care for yourself without sacrificing one for the other. It's totally possible. And so I say, God, if you will just work on me and show me how then, you know, as you lead me, I will share the how with other people. I will share the the secret sauce so that we don't have to wait so that we can experience the fullness, you know, as you say, as the new age mommies, right? As we're in this space of really making a decision for ourselves now while our babies are still with us versus when they leave us and we're in our houses by ourselves trying to figure it out. Right. And we're also setting those examples for our babies, if you have girls that are going to become mothers, those mm-hmm. that are listening, you're setting that example and showing your babies that, okay, just because you're a mom, that's not all that you are. And that is empowering in itself. And that is what I love about the way things and the way I see things going now is I see more and more moms step up and just show the things they are doing, stepping into it without that guilt, without that shame, without that fear of judgment of someone saying, oh, you're a mom, so you shouldn't be out here doing X, Y, and Z, is now really forming to me an empowerment kind of movement of moms that are out here just slaying. Let's say that. Okay. Uh, (laughs) In every area, right? (laughs) Every single area. So aside from motherhood, what would you say has been the most rewarding part of your journey so far? Mm, The most rewarding part of my journey so far Honestly, I feel like self-discovery. I I love the idea of like self-actualization and just realizing who I am. It's been exciting to realize that everything that God has placed on the inside of me is not for for nothing, right? My bubbly personality, my very winsome, excitable, who I am, right? How I speak, how I, like all those things about who I am are meaningful and meaningful to the kingdom and meaningful to my purpose. And so realizing that and becoming confident in that and showing up in that way, you know, has really been exciting. Like even something as little, and it's not as little, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not as major as some of the other things, but how I even show up on social media. For a while, when I transitioned to show up in the mommy space, you know, I thought I had to like look like the other moms and even the colors. I was like, oh, my colors are too bright. They're too bold. Oh my goodness. I'm too, yes, girl. Yes. I don't know. But I was like, no, this is who God created me to be. I'm bold. I'm bright. I'm colorful. And I have to show up in that way. And so it's been exciting to just show up as me, to show up authentically, to show up as myself. It's been really exciting. And that authentic that being authentic and living your authentic life is such a powerful piece in all that we do. And once you get to that point where you can do that and do it confidently, to me, that is so life changing. Yes. And that was, that was just amazing. I am just like so impressed. I just love everything and leaving it (laughs) on that note of being able to show up as yourself and be authentic and know what you want and make that decision for yourself. I thank you, Reese, for joining me today. This was definitely just a phenomenal interview. Great conversation. If you just want to share with the audience where they can find you online, if you have any special offers or anything that you have going on, please just share so we can all stay in connection with you, support you in all that you do. 
Absolutely. So you can find me. I am. I play a lot on Instagram. That's like my playground for a lot of things, especially now with the reels and the videos and things. I am at Reese, um, R-E-E-S-E underscore underscore Dennis. You can find me there. I also am hosting a whole mommy masterclass, helping moms to redefine mom life on their terms, using my five step on your slave framework so that you can finally create and live a life that excites you. And all of the information can be found on ownyourslayuniversity.com backslash slay. You can find the masterclass in a short little video that tells you all about what that class has to just how it can serve you. But yeah, Instagram is a great place. I'm also on Facebook for the Facebook mommies. Again, Reese Dennis, but I'm just really excited to connect with the moms. And if the podcast interview was helpful, I would love to hear. You can hit me up in my DMs. I am that, I'm that girl that will DM you back. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so thank you so much, Reese. I will be sure to link to all of that in the show notes so that everyone can connect with you. This is truly fabulous. Thank you for showing up and just letting our moms know how they can own their sleigh and walk in that confidence. This was just truly wonderful. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, leave a review, and most importantly, share this episode with all of your mom friends. Let's continue to grow our mom community and support each other. Remember, together, we've got this.